Hi friends, it's Matt from Dream English. I hope you're great wherever you are in the world today. Okay, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for listening and joining the Dream English Teaching Tips podcast. And before we get started, I want to ask, are you a new children's English teacher looking for fun lesson ideas? Well, if you are, I put together a new quick mini course for you. And you can get it for free. I'm going to put the link in the description to this podcast. And it's a about 20 minute long video course about teaching English to children using songs, games, a little bit about lesson planning and warm-ups. So please check out the link in the description to this podcast. And let's get right into today's topic, the recital for children's English class. Here we go. Okay, if you've been teaching English for a while, I'm sure you've been through some recitals. Recital is a time when the students generally perform in front of parents, could be other students, and it can happen a few times a year. Where I teach, it happens about once a year that we do this. And it can be a lot of fun, but I think it's very important to choose... Well, if you're doing songs, I, I guess some people might do plays or skits or something like that. I always do songs with my young learners, and I'm talking about ages about three to seven here. So I'm going to go through five points of having a great recital. Okay, number one, choose songs your students are capable of singing. Choose songs your students are capable of singing. Now, if you're teaching young learners and English is a foreign language for them, you have to stick with very simple songs, especially if they're going to be performing them in front of the parents. You want the students to look good. You want yourself to look at it as a teacher, that you're doing a great job teaching these students. So you want to choose fun songs, but choose simple songs. So, for example, this year I'm doing a recital um, with four groups of kids from four to six years old, and the younger group, the four-year-olds, five-year-olds, were singing the song you might be familiar with. Open, shut them, open, shut them, give a little clap, clap, clap. Okay? And also, we wish you a Merry Christmas. So that those are age-appropriate, level-appropriate songs for my students this year. And the older kids were singing, Five little monkeys jumping on the bed, One fell off and bumped his head. We're singing that song, and we're singing Jingle Bells. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. These are songs that I know the students can sing, and they're fun for the students, and they also have some actions, which is also very important. It's good to have some actions. Could be a little dance, little actions to make it fun for the students and, of course, for the parents to watch. Okay, number two. Choose songs students enjoy. Now, I kind of covered this in point one, but I guess it's worth saying again. It's very important that the students enjoy singing the songs because even if the song isn't perfect, if the students look like they're enjoying the songs, then the parents will have fun. The audience will have fun. 
So two songs the students enjoy. So it could be that throughout the year you've tried a bunch of different songs in your classes and you notice like, oh, the students really like that song. Maybe we should do that song for the recital. Something to think about. Point number three, practice well in advance. In general, depending on how often you see your students, I would start practicing for the recital a few months in advance. If you see them once a week, for sure, two months in advance, maybe. If you see them five times a week, maybe you don't have to practice so far in advance. But you might want to start getting them familiar with the song a few months in advance and then really practice more as it gets closer to the recital. If you see your students Less frequently, I have a situation where I see some students twice a month. I generally start practicing three months in advance. Okay? And that leads me on to point number five. Give a practice CD or links to the songs and videos of the songs that you're practicing to either the parents, if you're teaching in a situation where um, the students come to you, so the parents can help the students practice at home, or if you're teaching at a school, to the teachers at the school. So the teachers can practice with the students when you're not there. Of course, if you're teaching full-time at a school, that's not a problem. But if you're a visiting teacher, it's very helpful to have the main teachers at the school on board with helping to teach the songs. Okay, and last tip number five, have fun. You know, you want to get the performance the best that you can, but you also don't want to stress out the students so they can enjoy the performance. Again, if the students are having fun at the performance, the audience is going to have fun. Even if there's a few mistakes or not perfect pronunciation, everybody's going to enjoy the performance. And something I didn't mention, if you start out practicing the recital song too soon, I've had this experience before where the students, by the time it's the recital, they're a little bored with this song. That's not really great either. So it kind of takes a while to learn what's the balance there or maybe take a break from practicing and start up again, something like that. But I guess mainly you want the students to perform well. So pick a song that the students will enjoy. The students are capable of singing. You enjoy too as a teacher because you're going to have to practice with the students. And just do your best and have fun. One thing I want to talk about is whether or not to use a song in, as a backing track with the karaoke or instrumental version. I get a lot of emails about this if I have instrumental versions of my songs. And unfortunately, I don't for a lot of the songs, especially the ones I made early on, like Let's Count 1 to 10 and Days of the Week song. When I made those songs, I just made the version with the vocals. Now, when I do student recitals, I keep the vocals on the songs. What I always tell teachers who ask me about this is the point of the recital is that the students' voices are heard loud and clear. So you don't want the CD backing music playing so loud that it would drown out the students' voices. But if you have it loud enough that the students can hear it and they can hear, again, if you use a Dream English song, they can hear my voice and that's a good cue and that makes them realize, okay, I'm at the right part of the song or I'm starting at the right point 
and also gonna help the teacher if you're teaching with them. If you use a instrumental version, sometimes it's hard to know when to start or when if there's a break in the song, when to start up again. So I always use the songs with the vocals in it and I found that that's been very helpful. Just keep the volume a little bit below so that the students' voices shine and ring out and everybody can hear it. These are just a few ideas. I hope they're helpful. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I have a new free video lesson available for teachers. Check it out, link in the description. And I hope this was helpful. Leave me a comment at the Facebook Dream English page or Instagram Dream English Kids page if you enjoyed the podcast or you have any questions. I'm happy to answer teacher questions. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. See you. Thank you.